Welcome to the second annual Tuggy Awards, brought to you by the Untitled Gaming Podcast. Welcome to the Tuggies, everybody, the second Woo! annual Tuggies. Uh, today we're joined by Zach, Hi. Rick, Rick, and Chance. Chance. And I, of course, am your host, Pat. For those of you who don't know what this show is all about, this is our picks for the best games, TV shows, and movies of 2019. So, yeah, the Oscars are happening, or by the time you hear this, the Oscars should have happened, right? February 9th. February 9th, okay. So fuck the Oscars. They're going to be happening after this, but no one gives a fuck because the, the Tuggies is what matters. A lot right? of people care about the Oscars. <laughs> we had to look up the date. Exactly, exactly because that's how little they mean. I, we're going out of our way to say when the Oscars are. They're living rent-free in our heads. Right? <laughs> I'll cut out. All right? I'll cut it out. <laughs> who, who the fuck waits till February to do a award show for the last year? Come on. I mean, That's it takes a long time to like get all the famous people to get together in one place. So yeah, we'll be doing the best awards. We we voted internally, and then we've also had fans vote, and then we've kind of taken everything into tabulation. We got the winners. We got the envelopes, were, which were delivered by two armed guards just yesterday, and you know, there's been no tampering done or anything. These are still sealed. These look shoddily put together. Fuck you. <laughs> Why don't you do some shit then? Yeah, so we'll, we'll be starting with TV shows, and then we'll go to movies, and then we'll finally end with games, because we're a gaming podcast. We, we've all dressed up for this occasion. Oh, it's black tie, of course. Oh, yeah. Tuxedos, everything. Yep. Everyone's got a reasonably strong tie game happening right now and uh we did invite a lot of these developers performers and directors and everything none of which responded (laughs) oh no there was seven maybes and a lot of no's (laughs) troy baker said yes he he says yes to everything yeah (laughs) he actually won't leave (laughs) (laughs) troy if you're listening you're not but still (laughs) please get off my lawn (laughs) oh god all right so Let's start with the TV category. We'll do best visual effects for TV, presented by Trance. For uh, best visual effects, we have uh, Watchmen, Game of Thrones, The Witcher, Stranger Things, and lastly, The Mandalorian. And the winner is Game of Thrones. Yeah. So, yeah, for a medieval show, they had some of the best visuals like I've seen on TV, like still to anything. The budget of that was ridiculous. Yeah. The fucking, the sequence for the long night, that battle was, was great. You know, you had all the people with the Eric's being lit on fire and then extinguished. And then the actual dead coming, the dragon fight, all that stuff. Even though I didn't agree with the end result, it was still very well done. Next, we have best musical score for TV. And that I actually have that one right here. So the nominees are, Raman Jawadi for Game of Thrones, Ludwig Gorison for The Mandalorian, Sonia Belasova, and Gianna Ostentili for The Witcher, uh, Kyle Dixon and Michael Steen Stein for Stranger Things, and Atticus Ross and Trent Reznor. Reznor. <laughs> Reznor. Trent Reznor. 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 
Oh my god. Reznor. I also want to say you call him Michael Steen, but you get on me for saying Wolfenstein. <laughs> Wolfenstein. I don't even want to hear you ever. We've seen Wolfenstein pronounced. Oh, for fuck's sake. But I've also seen Young Frankenstein, so I know. <laughs> oh, that was nice. And the tuggy goes to. This is why I didn't want any named. Right. <laughs> names. Raman Jawadi for Game of Thrones. Woo! Yay. Game of Thrones again. Yeah, I mean, for everything that like wasn't about the, like the for lore. And yeah, everything. that season was pretty bad overall, but the music the and music the visual effects were on point for Game of Thrones. Yeah. So, yeah, and that kind of stuff they've done well for like quite some time. Yeah, and Raman Jawadi does great work for music. Like he does Westworld as well, and that has great music. Uh, but yeah, Game of Thrones best performance TV. I also have that one. So, for this one, the nominees are Henry Cavill as Geralt of Rivia. Don't think he should be on this list, but whatever. Uh, Regina King as Angela Abar in Watchmen. Anya Chalotra as Yennefer in The Witcher. Uh, Amelia Clark as Daenerys Targaryen in Game of Thrones. And Peter Dinklage as Tyrion Lannister in Game of Thrones. And the tuggy goes to... I'm going to try to bet it's Game of Thrones. I'm really hoping for Gene King. Anya Chalhotra as Yennefer oh, of Venenberg in The Witcher. Oh, nice. nice, The Witcher. Her arc, I think, made that show. Mm-hmm. Without her arc, I think that would have kind of fallen apart. I mean, as a lot of people thought, Henry Cavill was great, but I think he's just playing stoic, which is a lot easier than playing like the different layers of Yennefer's character. You also hate Henry Cavill. I do, I do. <laughs> He actually didn't get an invite to the Tuggies. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Rude. <laughs> All right. Last TV show Tuggy over here. TV show of the year. I think that's yeah. Zach, right? Yeah, I have this. Okay. So this is based on the best season of TV. In 2019? From, from 2019. So the uh, nominees were Rick and Morty, Succession, The Mandalorian, uh, Watchmen, and The Witcher. All right. Before you do I want to say... I definitely think BoJack Horseman should have been on this list, but you guys are bitches who have not seen it, so it didn't get nominated. <laughs> I'm sorry. And, oh God, this is a sturdy envelope. I take back what I said about these being <laughs> shot of people together. Very secure. Didn't you have this problem last time? It, it has a privacy thing, so you can't see through it either. I'm not going to look up at this. <laughs> it's the new privacy technology in envelopes. And the winner is Watchmen. Yes. Yep. Nice. I'll clap for that. Easily the best season of TV show on this list. Uh, I think Succession was great, but again, not enough people saw it. So uh, Rick and Morty was only a half season, and I think some of the episodes were a little weaker this year than past seasons. But yeah, Mandalorian was fun, but Watchmen was just like amazing. I think Watchmen doesn't really start to like hit its stride until until episode six. Yeah, I had a feeling because when I heard about the show, when people were uh, reviewing it. They're like, give it a fair shake. Like, wait until episode six. So, like, they pretty much told people when shit's going to hit the fan. Right. And then once it did, it, like, really got really good after that. Yeah. So, if you started Watchmen and then gave up because so much shit doesn't make sense. Well, there's too many questions. Yeah. <laughs> just, just stick with it. The, everything does start falling into place. Uh, there's actually a uh, an article saying that they're not going to do a season two because Damon Lindoff doesn't want to do a season two and they don't want to proceed without him, which... If this is the ending, I'm I'm fine with that, honestly. All right, so now movies. 
best visual effects in a movie. Alrighty, so the nominees for best visual effects were Avengers Endgame, Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker, Doctor Sleep, Spider-Man Far From Home, and Ad Astra. And the winner is... Avengers Endgame from Marvel Studios. Yeah. I think Star Wars was up there too, because obviously the CGI on there was pretty good, but Avengers Endgame, especially with that last sequence... When they the all assemble oh, to your left, <laughs> the, the portal's coming. Yeah, that was so great. That like one scene, like really just set the whole thing over the top. Definitely. Well, even before that, just all the effects with like the time travel and everything. Yes, yeah, spoilers. Fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's been out long enough. Seriously, it made two billion dollars. You've yeah, seen everyone's it. Everyone's seen it multiple everyone's times. Seen it. <laughs> you haven't seen it once. You've seen it multiple times. Yeah. Like, um, all right, best score in a movie. I have that one as well. So the nominees for best score in a movie were John Williams for Star Wars Episode Nine, The Rise uh, of Skywalker. The Rise of Skywalker. I don't. I don't need to say the whole thing. Sure. <laughs> Michael Giacchino. Giacchino. Giacchino for Spider-Man: Far From Home. Alan Silvestri for Avengers: Endgame. Uh, the Newton Brothers for Doctor Sleep. And oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, that's a name. <laughs> Hidor. Oh my God, I don't even know how to say. Guan de Tor. Guan Dori. No, no, because it ends in IR. No, that's like Swedish. There's T's in there too. Uh, Danish. Guana Dotir. That's the best I'm going to try to do. It, pronounce that name for the or that name for the Joker. And the winner is. I really hope he didn't win. I don't want <laughs> to say his name again. <laughs> Oh, thank God. John Williams. <laughs> <laughs> for Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, definitely so. well-deserved here. Again, do, I do not agree with everything that happened in The Rise of Skywalker. Or hardly anything that happened in The Rise but of Skywalker. But it sounded really nice. Yes, yeah. that's, that's definitely true. Uh, just sidebar here. Have you guys seen the leaks for the uh, Duel of Fates script? Yeah. Oh, my God. Who the fuck read that script? And like, no, let's go with... What J.J. Abrams wants. A fleet of fucking Star Destroyers. <laughs> God damn. All right. Best performance in a movie. I actually have this one. The nominees are Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark in Avengers Endgame. Ana de Armas as Marta Cabrera in Knives Out. Brie Larson as Carol Danvers in Captain Marvel. Joaquin Phoenix as Arthur Fleck in Joker. Florence Pugh as Danny in Midsummer, And then Ian McGregor as Dan Torrance in Doctor Sleep. And the tuggy goes too. It was getting tugged. Joaquin Phoenix is Arthur Fleck and Joker. Yeah. Let's go. I mean, he was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, without his performance, that movie would not have worked at all. So definitely had the most writing on it when you have a character study movie like that. And yeah, he did a fine job. The movie, I think, is a little overhyped. A lot of people are like, it's amazing or whatever. But I'm like, it's okay. Yeah, it was all right. I think it's very different. And that's what I like about it because it's it is like a character study, like I love uh, how mental health, yeah, kind of thing. And it's a very different take on a villain. You know what I mean? Right. Like it's not like a traditional run around town doing crime. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like pretty sure he runs around town doing crime. He does do some crime. <laughs> he's, he's dancing around town. <laughs> There's a difference. <laughs> yeah, honestly, the dancing just felt like overused and awkward but that was a little different but that was the, one of their different things so. yeah 
I guess they made their own. I just love how dark it got. I was like hoping they would go down like a disturbed route, and then they just like went all out for it. So I loved it. All right, best director. All right, nominees for best director are Todd Phillips for Joker, Mike Flanagan for Doctor Sleep, Taika Waititi for Jojo Rabbit, Ryan Johnson for Knives Out, and the Russo brothers for Avengers Endgame. And the winner is. That's Mike Flanagan for Doctor Sleep. Yeah, Doctor Sleep was definitely one of like the most gems, like hidden gems. Yeah. I really like Doctor Sleep. Underrated so, yeah. movie of this yeah. year, I think. I'm gonna have to check it out because I read the book. Book was good. Book was good. Yeah, but I think Mike Flanagan had the monumental task of not only being a sequel to like one of the most iconic movies ever, but trying to also find his own footing. And I think he did such a good job getting us back into that world and improving on it. Yeah. Next category is movie of the year. So this year, or this year's nominees are Spider-Man far from home knives out Avengers Endgame, Dr. Sleep, Jojo rabbit and Jojo Joker. <laughs> and the winner is Avengers Endgame. No surprise there. I actually I don't agree with this. Oh, I actually don't either. Wow. Yeah, I think Knives Out is the better movie because Avengers Endgame was good, but I think Infinity War was better. This it had a lot of fan service and it was like pretty predictable, I think overall. But Knives Out was just like such a different take on the Who Done It franchise, and you know both had great casts, but. I Honestly, know. I thought Jojo Rabbit was better than any, any of those. Jojo Rabbit was good. It's just, I think me and you were the only ones who saw it. So I didn't see Jojo Rabbit. Because you're a bitch. So. <laughs> but it's also like, for, <laughs> for, for the way all movies have gone, especially like in the same year that Star Wars happened, where the saga ends so fucking terribly, you should at least give credit to Endgame for at least ending the entire franchise. Or this phase of it anyway that had 22 movies riding on it literally a month later another movie in the franchise came out in Far From Home oh yeah but like they're ending that phase <laughs> at least satisfactorily in that wave of characters yeah I, I granted it was a good ending yeah and I'm not saying it's a bad movie Far From It but Far From Home yeah. after Infinity War it wasn't I didn't think it lived up to Infinity I think Infinity War is the better movie anyway so that ends movies so now we're on to games Starting with Game of the Fucking Decade. So these are games that were released between January 1st, 2010 and December 31st, 2019. Because that is a decade. Uh, so the nominees are Witcher 3, The Wild Hunt, Titanfall 2, Portal 2, Elder Scrolls 5, Skyrim, and Bioshock Infinite. Countless others that should be on this list, but... We can't list everything, so... <laughs> Alright, and the tuggy goes to... Witcher 3 Wild Hunt! CD Projekt Red. Great job. That game is just... Phenomenal and... Huge and like... I can't talk enough about that game. It's on Game Pass. Go play it if you haven't. Because it is... An amazing game. Alright, now we're on to Best Game Direction. Our nominees for Best Game Direction are... The Outer Worlds... Death Stranding, Control, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, and Resident Evil 2 Remake. And the winner is Death Stranding. 
I mean, I, I, I agree with that completely. I don't, but it is the most well-known director of the game, so I think that's that's where this kind of occurred. But, you know, I'm not going to argue, okay. except a little bit I've already argued. <laughs> <laughs> so. All right, we have a Best Remaster and or, or Remake. And the nominees are Resident Evil 2, Dragon Quest XI, S, Shadows of an Elusive Age. So that also wins the Tuggy for best name. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Not best name. It's the longest name. It wins the Tuggy Award for... So most why is most annoying name? fucking name to say. <laughs> like, um, uh, Legend of Zelda, Link's Awakening, uh, World of Warcraft Classic, and CTR, Capture the Rag, Crash Team Racing. <laughs> and the winner is... Resident Evil. To remake, remake. <laughs> yeah, like this redefined what it means to make a remake, and I completely agree with that. That game was great. It was on other people's game of the year lists when you know it was a remake. So that right there should tell you. My turn now. I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been such a long time. So video games for best gameplay. Uh, the nominees are Control. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, Apex Legends, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, and Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. (laughs) (laughs) And the best gameplay goes to Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Oh, you have to add the pause. Shadows Die Twice. Twice. (laughs) (laughs) Again, I didn't play this enough to vote for it, but the clearly game, other people thought... The gameplay is insane. It really is. It's super seamless, too, for, like, a game. I mean, I think it would be similar to, like, Jedi Fallen Order, in a sense. Like, it's kind of, like, patterns I think and that stuff, that right? probably... But that's more happen. hardcore towards Sekiro. Like, people like, less liked... slides. There's still some, though. <laughs> They're more complex slides. <laughs> well, there's also, like, there's, like, stealth aspects. Obviously, everything with the, um, the prosthetic kind of changes how the... how you can attack certain scenarios in the game, so... But there's no force powers, right? There are no force no powers. No force though. powers? If that's your only game. <laughs> game that's my gripe. There's, there's no levitation. There's there's no levitation. There's no tagging system to inform your teammates, is there? <laughs> You're just trying to find ways, huh? No, there, is. there, there's there no, are no teammates. There, there's no AK-47, is there? There's, there's no ashtray maze. No, it, it is a very well-made game. The gameplay is really nice. Anyway, best indie game. Yes, so you'll be hearing a lot of me for the next couple uh, minutes. Topics. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, the next like three in a row. Couple of awards. Um, Looking forward to those random pauses. <laughs> yes, those well-placed pauses. Like Star Wars Battle Front <laughs> Two. No, it'd be like Captain Kirk. No, no, it'd, be, it'd be like best indie game. Observation. <laughs> 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 All right. Alright, best indie game. We have the untitled Goose Game. <laughs> Observation. Baba is you. <laughs> Katana Zero. And After Party. One word, too, by the way. After yeah. party. Best indie game goes to Katana Zero. <laughs> Alright. Very nice. Nice. Yeah, I mean, out of this list, I think Observation is the better game, but not enough people played it. I've told you guys to play it, but uh, yeah, we don't live and die off your word. Back, <laughs> you should. Uh, we don't. We do not. <laughs> we don't. 
Yeah, the only couple games I played was the Goose and the After Party. I really liked After Party, but... I played all of them but Observation. Next category is... Most anticipated game? Oh, shit, is it? Yeah. I skipped a, I skipped one. Okay, most anticipated game of 2020. All right, so we're talking about the future. We're talking about this year. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're talking about the future. We're talking, we're talking about now. the <laughs> Final Fantasy VII Remake, Dying Light 2, The Last of Us Part 2, Halo Infinite, uh, Cyberpunk 2077, then we have The Ghost of Tsushima, yep. uh, and Watch Dogs Legion. All right, and the award to most anticipated game of 2020 goes to what the fuck paper mario oh <laughs> yes it, it got on there what? it is the most anticipated even though it's not nominated oh no it isn't nintendo if you're listening just know that this is this is how anticipated your game is so just make it i knew when chance said what look, the fuck it was gonna be something stupid look, like this. look under that uh kylo ren helmet Oh my god, is that one of the real... Okay. <laughs> Zach, what are you doing? Give it the chance. He's the one doing it. I'm already opening it. What? what? <laughs> okay, well, fuck me. <laughs> yeah, you're not <laughs> taking his award. Okay. The winner of the most anticipated game of 2020 goes to Cyberpunk 2077. Good. The right winner. <laughs> but seriously, Nintendo. No one gives a shit. <laughs> Paper Mario. That, if there was anything... Nope, that's a quota. You make me sick. I knew when he said what the fuck, it was going to be something stupid like that. I, what are you I, talking about? <laughs> All right, and we have my last category, unfortunately, so you guys won't hear about me for a hear second. Hear about you. Hear from well, hear from me. Best ongoing game. Games that are still being supported, even though they came out maybe a couple years ago. First one, we have Rainbow Six Siege. Tom Clancy's. Uh, <laughs> World of Warcraft. Fortnite. League of Legends, Star Wars Battlefront 2, and Apex Legends. And the best ongoing game of 2019 is Apex Legends. Again, I should be clapping and stuff. I guess. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I definitely think probably Fortnite had a lot more invested well, in this. I but... love Apex Legends. Um, unfortunately, I feel like I do somewhat disagree because I feel like Rainbow Six Siege has been out so much longer. Say, and still 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 even though I don't play Siege, Rainbow Six Siege well, as much, I mean, but Rainbow Six like... Siege has four big things a year, but Fortnite is constantly adding to it. They announced, they had a, a deleted scene from Star Wars Rise of Skywalker in the middle of Fortnite. They they had the game go offline for yeah, two kind weeks of like and a... people fucking freaked the fuck out. <laughs> it wasn't two weeks. Whatever it was. It was only like like a parents day. were complaining. Their it children was like, it was, it was at the store like three days. People think, freaked but. the fuck out. So, but I remember there were like videos of people like streaming for like twelve hours, just like looking at their screen. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing was happening. Yeah, and then Star Wars Battlefront Two. Talk about a fucking comeback story. Yeah, like that game had terrible press the year it came out, but then they've slowly been adding to it, and people have actually gone back and re-reviewed it because it's changed so much. All right, now we're on the best art direction and visuals. And the nominees. Control. Death Stranding. The Outer Worlds. Jedi Fallen Order. Sekiro. Shadows Die. Twice. And the winner is... Ooh. Control. 
It has to be just because the asterisk base. <laughs> like, well, no, the, that fucking environment is fucking amazing. The the way they've done that, the way they've done the astral plane, like everything about that is just awesome. It's a beautiful game. Yeah, like really is. And they've superimposed like actual uh, live action of the people talking in the middle. So as you're going, you can see that and all that stuff. The fucking music video. <laughs> the music video is hilarious. <laughs> So I yeah. was watching that. I was just like, I had to text you while I was watching. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what is going on? <laughs> that world is awesome. Best performance. All right. So for the nominees for best performance in a video game are Courtney Hope as Jesse Faden in Control, Deborah Wilson as Seer Junda in Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, Mads Mikkelsen as Cliff in Death Stranding. Roger Craig Smith as Mirage in Apex Legends, and Ashley Birch as Parvati Holcomb in The Outer Worlds. And the winner is... I open this. They all did great, by the way. They're all great Definitely. nominees for that. Oh, almost got it here. That can't open an envelope. Yeah, I'm struggling. And the winner is Mads Mikkelsen as Cliff in Death Stranding. Mads... Don't 100% agree with this. I mean, he did a, uh, an amazing job. It's just he's in the tail half of that game, really, like, shining. And compared to, like, someone who's in there for the whole game, Courtney Hope. Got I loved book. Ashley Birch, too, as Parvati in the Outer yeah. Worlds. I thought she did a good job as well. Definitely, yeah, out of your companions and stuff. But it's still Mads was, like, he was impactful. Um, yeah, he, it really, like, tied it all together there towards the end. But still, he kind of showed up intermittently, and man's just a great fucking actor. Yeah, I didn't skip any of those uh, cutscenes where he's doing like the flashbacks and stuff because Mads Mikkelsen's in them. And he basically between him and Troy Baker, they, they carried it. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, Norman Reedus was basically like Link in Ocarina of Time. Does he charge per the word that he <laughs> says? Is that why he didn't have like any lines? <laughs> Next category is the best musical score in a video game. And the nominees are Death Stranding, Life is Strange 2, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, Control, and The Outer Worlds. All right, and the winner is Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Again, Star Wars music is just great. Like, John Williams won for best movie score and Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order won for best musical score. They're using a lot of the same Music, melodies, like, I guess. But, yeah, just some of the... Hard to beat Star Wars music because it's so iconic. Yeah, definitely. Life is Strange 2 was up there as well. And Death Stranding, I think the music was the best part of that game. So It was, yeah. Like, honestly, I could be looking at the landscape and be like, oh, I just start hearing, like, the Death Stranding music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Go Best Narrative. Slash story. And the nominees are Control, Star Wars Jedi, Fallen Order, Death Stranding, The Outer Worlds, After Party. And the winner is Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> that was a great story. I remember all of it. You should. <laughs> it was not impactful. That, it, was, it was definitely a Star Wars story. Like, the messages in that kind of echoed, I think, the original trilogy, you know, hope and doing all that stuff and all that. Death Stranding, I, I think a lot of people probably wouldn't have finished all of the story, but 
it was kind of dragged on for a bit there. Uh, I liked Control Story. Outer Worlds, kind of a story I don't really remember too much. And After Party was decent, but... After Party gave me, like, heavy oxen free vibes. So that's, like, I really enjoyed that. But... Yeah, I think the... Yeah, the Star Wars the story in that game is pretty good. I, really I guess I, I didn't play Death Stranding because I don't have a PlayStation, but of those, the rest of the games I did play. I, guess, I, I mean, I, I guess Star Wars has, like, the most complete story. Um... It, it didn't oversay its welcome. I think that's the issue yeah. with Death Stranding. If you had cut Death Stranding down, I think that would have been a better story for it. Yeah. Jedi Fallen Order. Game of the Year. Oh, that's the last one. I just didn't realize <laughs> yeah. at the end. All right. Wow, the Tuggies flew by. Yeah. Game of the Year. The big one. So, the best game in 2019. The nominees are Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, Control, Outer Worlds, Apex Legends, and Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. <laughs> die t- <laughs> Shadows Die. I'm over here consoling and twice. Right Tuggy okay. goes to. These were all fine games, by the way. Not, not to take anything away from these games, but the Tuggy goes to. Control. Oh, Remedy. nice. I can get behind that. Honestly, this game came out in August and just blew me away. Like, the fucking world, the gameplay, I really liked the story, the performances were great. It just wasn't on a lot of people's radar. The gameplay was super solid. Oh, yeah. I said that, yeah. Did you? I didn't know if you did. I did. just said it. It's the second thing. <laughs> like, in my head, it was between Jedi Fallen Order and Control, and the more I'm thinking about it, the more I'm like... Control the, the one that sticks with you more, I think, is Control. For me, it was between Control and Sekiro, and Control is just a far less frustrating game to play. Th- that's true as and well. And not to put it over the top, because like Sekiro's gameplay and everything is great, but like I think the story for Control is way more enjoyable to like, get through than is Sekiro's. The story's great. Like Obviously, we said the mechanics. I think Star Wars, it's building off a franchise that's already there, but Control does such a great job at creating this new world and this new like characters and just brings you into it. It has ties to Alan Wake, but that's not front and center. It's like you have to go search out for it. So I, I went with Control. Yeah, so um, Control is my yeah. number three. Number one was Outer Worlds, and number two would have been Death Stranding. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm happy with it. Happy. It wasn't a Ubisoft game or an EA game that won. It's nice that we're getting out of our comfort zones. It's like the more like removed I am from the outer worlds, like since like beating it and playing it, like the more I look back on it, like fondly. Yeah. It was fun. I had playing. It was such a fun game. Decent time, but I think they played it a little too safe of, yeah, it was basically fall or fallout new Vegas, but just linear. We're not linear. Well, I mean, maybe actually a little linear. Linear, like and a nice blend of like action and comedy. But Control is great. Like the gameplay of Control. The <laughs> I said an- to mention it again because <laughs> the the animations. I love the like when she's flying. It's like she doesn't know how to do it or whatever. And like, and like the atmosphere, just like all the bodies just floating in the air. Yeah, and Ooh. after you beat the story, you can go back and do some of the side quests, which are. Some of the best parts of that game. And also, and there's a lot of side quests that are just kind of, I don't say never-ending, but there's, like, all those little pop-up missions mm-hmm. that happen that just keep well, you like, intrigued. And like those, like, executive playing. direction yeah. orders or whatever, whatever they're called. And the service weapon was fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Maybe that's a good idea. Best weapon 
for next Ooh. next year. So, yep, that was the Tuggies. Those were the best movies, TV shows, and video games of 2019. Uh, Woohoo! Second time. Yeah, Let's just go. Hit it. Yeah. Just tugs your heartstrings. There you go. That's why it's called the Tuggies. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. Uh, remember, you can catch us every other Monday on Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. You can reach us with any questions, comments, or concerns, or if you have any complaints or, you know, praises about the tuggies uh you can also reach us at the untitled gaming podcast at gmail.com don't forget to follow us at t-u-g-p-o-d on twitter and at t-u-g underscore p-o-d on instagram i will say one last thing though uh make sure you listen to our surprise podcast our emergency podcast that'll be coming out later this week uh we ask that you subscribe and leave us reviews five star reviews for us one star reviews for every other podcast. 